are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. If you had faith as a seed, you would speak what you believe. Now compare this with what James said. James said, if any man seemeth to be religious, but they don't bridle their tongue, and they speak all sorts of things, and he says, what that man believes will be in vain if he's not careful what he's speaking. See, he may believe when he starts out that everything's going to be all right, but if he begins to believe everything he sees in the newspaper and everything he hears on television, he's going to end up having faith in the devil and in depression instead of prosperity. And what he believed in the beginning will disappear because he's brought on something else. He's sowed one thing. See, you can pray one thing and say another. And when you do, your saying will nullify your praying. So Jesus just simply tells you how to use the power of words. Proverbs says life and death is in the power of the tongue. And the old adage, you know, that sticks and stones break your bones, but words will never hurt you is as wrong as it can be. They can destroy you. If you don't know how to operate in the way that God told us to operate in spiritual law, the spirit world is controlled by the word of God. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 16, he told Peter, he said, I give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. How do you bind? With words. With words. We bind things, and we loose things. Sometimes we think we're just being honest, and we loose the devil against our finances by saying things like, well, you know, we just never can get ahead. If I ever get a good job, I lose it. Well, you just lose something. The Word says, whatever you do will prosper, and no weapon formed against you will prosper. That's what God said about you. And if you give, it'll be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall men give unto you? You'll have favor with men and God. But sometimes we say, well, nothing I ever do works. It always just blows up in my face. <laughs> because, see, we've never understood the power of words. You don't realize what that does to the inside of an individual. It may not affect anybody else much, but it'll affect you. Words spoken become powerful when you release them. You release the ability of God by speaking God's word in you. And it's very simple. His word in your mouth produces a force called faith in the human spirit. And what's abundantly in your heart gets back in your mouth. And when it gets in your mouth, it'll get more abundantly in your heart. And that it starts a dynamo going and begins to produce a spiritual force called faith. And this faith, Hebrews 11.1 says, is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. So the things that you hope for, the faith is the evidence of it. And where does the faith come from? It is also the substance and the evidence of it. In other words, what is the substance of what a farmer wants? The only thing that he has to start with in the spring of the year 
For what he wants is a seed. He's got a little seed. The seeds that are in the sack. In that little seed, the seed is in itself. In that seed. And it'll produce the very thing over again. God's word, his promises, is just as powerful. In fact, the Lord spoke this to me in 1974, and I remember where I was. Now, Holiday Inn in Dallas, Texas. And he said, there has not been one bit of the power, no power has left my word. He said, there's as much power in my word now as there was the day that I spoke. He says, my word is not void of power, but he said, my people are void of speech. He says, they will not speak what I have said, but they speak what the world says, and they speak what the enemy said. And here's something he said, I'll never forget it. He said, even as there's creative power in my word, still there in my word, to be released when you speak it, there's even also evil power present in the words of the enemy to afflict and oppress everyone that speaks them. Now, see, we've understood that to some degree about God's Word, that there is power, creative power in God's Word. But I don't think we've ever stopped to think that as surely as there's power in God's Word, that there's evil power present in the words of the enemy to afflict and oppress those that speak them. Now, see, when we talk about speaking God's Word and releasing a force inside you called faith, which is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, there's a reciprocal to that. And that is, since there is power in God's Word to release faith, which is the substance of things desired, then there is a spiritual force in the words of the enemy. And that force is called fear. And faith in God, in His Word, comes by hearing the Word of God. Just so, faith in the devil comes by hearing the words of the devil. And faith in the devil is called fear. Are you getting this? Now, this may make your hair stand up like mine when you understand what we're saying here. <laughs> it may take you three days to get it calmed down. I won't say that again. I won't say it maybe just a little different. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It is the substance of things desired, because what I desire is what I hope for, right? So if faith is the substance of things desired, and that faith comes by hearing God's Word, so I hear the promise of God, and then I desire the promise of God, and I speak the promise of God that releases the spiritual force in me, call faith that is the substance of the thing desired. It becomes the seed of the thing desired. All right? Just so, then fear comes by hearing the words of the devil. So if hearing God's word produces faith, hearing the devil's word continually produces fear. And then if faith is the substance of things desired, fear is the substance of things not desired. Now, did you get that? That's why you ought to resist fear like you resist the devil. Now, you understand why it says in Job, the third chapter, Job said, the thing I've greatly feared has come upon me. The thing I was afraid of has come unto me. 
And I'll tell you, when you get out there in the world and out there in the ministry, you're going to have to come against fear. Because I'll tell you, Satan uses the fear tactic. And somebody said, well, how do you overcome fear? Speak the Word of God. Remember what Jesus said? Now listen closely to this. Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Now that being true, if you live by every word of God, then you'll die by the words of the devil. Can you see that? Because the word of God produces life and faith and life. The words of the devil produce death. I mean, when you're speaking contrary to the word of God. See, sometimes people don't realize that they're quoting the devil when they're saying all the things that are contrary to the Word of God. Anything that is exactly opposite of what God said has to be the words of the devil. Now, whether you realize it or not, that's the two sources. It either comes from the devil or God. And when we speak contrary to the Word of God, we're releasing spiritual forces out of our mouth. And those forces will get right in your spirit, in your heart. That's the way you get them in there. Your tongue is as a pen of a ready writer. God said, write my word upon the table of your heart. But if you speak the words of the enemy, you're writing the words of the enemy on the table of your heart. And that's the reason people are so filled with fear. is because they believe everything they see on television. The Bible said, Jesus said himself. He said, in the last days, their hearts will fail them for fear. And for looking after those things that are coming on the earth. Now, I want you to get a hold of this. He didn't say that it was because of the things that came on the earth. He said it'll fail them because of the thing looking after those things that are coming on the earth. Now, Jesus is not talking about heart attacks. Could be the law of double reference that that's involved there. But you can't find in the Word of God, I can't find in the Word of God where Jesus ever talked about the human heart, the physical heart. He's talking about the garden spot. He's talking about the soil that he put in you where the kingdom abides. He said that kingdom, that heart of man that he sows the seed in will fail to function properly because of fear. So when you get out there in the real life situations, you can have lots of faith when you're around a bunch of other students believing like you are. But when you get right out there where it's right down to the nitty gritty, you're going to have to resist fear like you'd resist the devil. And the way you do that is by quoting and saying what God said in the face. I don't care if all hell breaks loose. Say what God said about it. It causes faith to come. And you live by every word of God. There is life in every word of God. In fact, Jesus said it this way. He said, the words that I speak to you, they're spirit, they're life. In other words, he said, there's spirit life in every word of God. There's life there. Well, that being true, then there's spirit death in the words of the devil. See, your words affect your spirit. You can speak words of life to your spirit. Or you can speak words of death to your spirit by agreeing with the devil. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, our offer this week is CD offer number 7238. It's two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. It's entitled, His Word is Seed, Water, and Light. God's Word is the Seed that produces a harvest in your life. 
the Word of God is filled with faith. And in that Word is the ability to cause that Word of promise to come to pass in your life. So it's likened a seed, the parable of the sower. Jesus said, the sower soweth the Word. He sowed it in the hearts of men. Then the washing of the water of the word, you know, Jesus said, now you're clean, said to the disciples, now you're clean through the words that I've spoken unto you. So the word of God will clean you up. It's a type of water, the washing of the water of the word. And it also waters the seed, causes enough moisture to cause it to produce and come up. You know, you can plant seed in dry ground. They're good seed, all right, good ground, all right. But if you don't have enough moisture to get it to come up, you don't have enough moisture to cause it to produce for you. And some of you are like that. You know what the Word said, but you don't have enough understanding of it to get it to work in your life. So it's the watering of the Word that causes it to sprout and come up. The seed of God's Word must be watered with the Word of God, and the more water that you get on the seed, the quicker it'll come up. And God's Word is seed, water, and light. The entrance of the Word bringeth light. You need this series. I get excited about it just talking about it. Offer number 7238, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line. 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.